Welcome to Catholic Views. I'm your host, Renee Kranz. On today's show, we will have Aria Webster. She is a young woman uh, from Minnesota originally who ended up in South Dakota and Sioux Falls to go to college. She's converting to Catholicism. She will be uh, brought into the church this Easter. So we brought her in to tell her story of her conversion. It's very interesting, uh, very compelling. She's just a college-age woman, just lots of fun. I hope you'll stick around for it. Yeah, oh, you. yeah. I love stories of uh, Minnesotans, who, Minnesotans. Who, whose, whose faith is awakening in college. I figured, yes. <laughs> it's a, it's, I'm telling you, there's a couple parts. Uh, Scott, yes, me. you. Yes, I'm telling you, there's a couple of parts where you're like, <laughs> Wow, you're, it's just Ooh. really, really, really good story. I love conversion stories. Often. Yes, and she's go, actually going to come back after Easter Ooh. to talk about how how Easter Vigil went, how she's feeling now. So we're going to get a follow-up with That's her. Great. Yeah. Great. So, uh, <clears throat> Dr. B, of course, today is Renee. It's the first Sunday of Lent. Yep, yep. And we are in the year. <laughs> B. You were so C. confident. In I know. Me. Do you know all these? A. Oh my god! <laughs> I, 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 I want to I, I said all three, I so did. one of them is right. I you just said it I last. Know. I did. E. I did. A. A. It's A. It's not A. Is it A? <laughs> okay, we're gonna. <laughs> it's B. It's B. Did I not say B? What? N C M A. I said I said B. Why don't you just put me out of my misery? Which is Mark's gospel. I'm and not every- going to bother asking. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. So uh, the first Sunday of Lent, I'm not going to ask any more questions this week. I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm just going to, no, yeah, talk to you instead of you know okay. converse. Okay. Um, the the first Sunday of Lent always, always the gospel reading is always about the temptation of Jesus oh, yes. in the desert. No. Um, so yeah, ABC. Are there Ma- different versions? Matthew, Mark, Luke. Okay. Um, but Luke, Mark has the shortest. Mark tells us. Mark's Mark's trying to get to the passion. Mark's oh, trying to get as to quickly as, you possible, look, huh? as quickly as possible. As quickly as possible. So Mark's gospel is full, full of full of immediately, 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 <laughs> just immediately, and then finally. I mean, the the major not not like over half, but uh, if you look at all four gospels and what proportion, what percentage. Of the gospel is focused on basically Holy Week, mm-hmm. Jesus' entry into Jerusalem from Mark by far. I mean, it's wow. not the majority of the gospel, but it's most of mm-hmm. the gospel. At mm-hmm. least, I think maybe a third. And that's fine. That was his focus. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So this is this is the reading. The Spirit drove Jesus out into the desert, and he remained in the desert for forty days, tempted by Satan. He was among wild beasts, and the angels ministered to him. After John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee. <laughs> da, 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 da. What? He just blew right we, we past get, that. We get from Matthew, Mark, from Mark, sorry, Matthew and Luke, we get more on yeah, what actually yeah. happened. But I do want to point out, well, okay, the gospel goes on. After John had been arrested, Jesus came into Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. So a couple of things. At the beginning, the Spirit drove Jesus out into the desert. I love, and that is a really good translation okay. of the Greek. The Spirit drove Jesus, like sometimes impelled Jesus out. So, and this is the Holy Spirit, to be clear. Right, right. So this is right, it, it, this is the beginning of Mark's gospel. Mark chapter 1, verses 12 through 15. It's Mark begins, we hear about uh, John the Baptist. Oh, yes. And the baptism of Jesus, and then we 
go to this. So this is right after Jesus was baptized. He's driven by the Holy Spirit out into the desert. So there, there again, this idea of pace, like, the Lord's like, we got to go. And the son's like, okay. And the spirit and so says, let's go. <laughs> um, so the way that, that, that the idea of being driven. Then the other thing that I want to point out, um, these are the first words of Jesus in Mark's gospel. Jesus oh. has not spoken in Mark's gospel oh, up until sure. this point. Oh, wait, he doesn't speak in the baptism, huh? Correct. Okay. Jesus does not. And this is what he says. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. So this is obviously the beginning of Lent. And yeah, repent. Yeah, it's always about. Heard it before. Gotta repent. And so Renee, quit, quit, quit that stuff that you're doing. At least, you know, stop that stuff that you're doing. I, I just, th- what struck me as I was preparing this time for um, for this reading is, uh, and, and Ash Wednesday, I was thinking about this. The, the, all the ways that I, I sin. Mm-hmm. All the ways that I, as a faithful, um, on-fire missionary disciple of Jesus Christ, all the ways that I, wh- where just my hearing has got more tuned to the promptings mm-hmm, of the Lord, mm-hmm. and how many times I say, eh, no, no. I, it's not just for the horrible sinners out there. I need to repent. That's what Lent's for. Yeah. Thank goodness we have it. Amen. Thanks, Dr. B. You bet. In the studio with me today, I have Aria Webster. Welcome, Aria. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so everyone's like, well, who the heck is Aria Webster? <laughs> <laughs> so Aria came to my attention through Apollonia Davalos, who many of you know from uh, her performance in Christmas at the Cathedral a couple years ago. You probably, if you're at the Cathedral at all, or even just around the diocese at all, you may have met her. She has of energy. She's on fire for the church and for God. And she brought Aria to our attention because Aria is on the path to becoming Catholic this Easter. Yes. And she's very, very excited about it. And she happened to also run into our social media coordinator in our <laughs> office at, at a restaurant recently. And Brianna was like, oh my goodness, she like knows Apollonia and I think we should talk to her. And Literally that same day, Apollonia reached out to me and said, hey, I have this person for you. (laughs) So we've heard a lot about your story, so we're expecting big things, Aria. Yes, yes, big (laughs) things. They're coming your way. (laughs) Good. So um, will you start by just telling us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, family, what you're doing right now for regular life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm originally from Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Um, I came here— in 2021, I was freshly 18, just graduated high school. Um, so yeah, I moved here in 20, 2021, and I come from a beautiful family of five. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents, Shane and Jessica, they have done just an amazing job of raising me in a faith yeah. that I'm forever grateful for. Yep. So shout out mom and dad. Love, yeah. you, guys. <laughs> Love you guys. Hi, mom and dad. Hi, mom and dad. <laughs> um, I have an older brother, Bryson. He's 27. Um, he's recently just engaged, so we're oh, celebrating that in our family. Yay. And him and his fiance Marissa have blessed me and our family with two nieces and two nephews. Nice. So I'm an aunt of four. Nice. Um, and then I have a younger sister, and her name is Tenley. She's 13, and it's really cool because she's actually on her own faith walk right sure. now. Yeah. She's getting confirmed into the Lutheran Church okay. um, this coming May. Very so nice. talking with her and 
you know, getting to hear a little bit about her story and her walk has been really inspiring to me as well. Very nice. So, yeah. And you came here to go to school. Yes. Why? Yes. yes. Um, (laughs) Why here? Um, Just by the grace of God. I mean, USF. um, So, yeah, I go to USF. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm studying criminal justice, going to be a lawyer. Um, After my time here at USF, I'm hoping to get into law school, become a lawyer, do all the fun things. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, that's what I'm doing for school. I came here. Um, by the grace of God. Um, so there's a story behind this. We were talking just a little bit before yes. we started the show, and uh, there's definitely a story behind this. So yeah. I don't know if you want. Do you want to tell this now? Yeah, you want I to can talk do it. about. You want to talk about your relationship with faith before that, or I is it all connected? It's. I don't want to say it's all connected, but like I can do that now. Okay. Yeah. So, go for it. um, my eyes were originally on the University of Missouri. Okay. Um, I was really really excited about it. It was nine hours from home. Like I was kind of in the Midwest, but wasn't. And that was, I was like all in for it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, God closed that door. Um, ex- did not accept me. Um, wow. yeah, I actually okay. denied, um, not, I'm proud to say that. I mean, I'm proud to say that because there's a story that comes with right, it. Right. So, um, got denied from there and, um, it was actually my best friend from high school. One of her neighbors is a football commit for USF. Okay. And he's like, I heard about what happened. Um, I think you should look into USF mm-hmm. because I think it would fit your needs. Right. And I'm like, okay. So I took a look at it, hated it, wanted nothing <laughs> to do with it. I was like, absolutely not. We're done. We're done here. Right. Um, my mom's like, well, you need to apply because, you know, you I have to go like, somewhere. You have to go somewhere. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay. So I applied. Um, a couple of days later, I got a text from my admissions counselor saying, hey, um, welcome to the family. You're in. And I'm like, wow, I just got accepted to college. <laughs> and so, um, but I still wanted nothing to do with it. And right. so my mom had gotten an email from the school saying, hey, we have these accepted student days for this major. Um, we're inviting you to come. Mm-hmm. And so my mom's like, let's sign up and let's do it. And I'm like dreading it. I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> um, but I went anyway and I fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. And I really, I saw what God was doing there because we are a Christian campus. Right. We are a Christian campus. Yes. And so I was like, wow, like there are beautiful things happening here. Mm-hmm. But on my mind at the same time was a school in Florida. Right. Um, which would be amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely warmer. Definitely warmer <laughs> than here. But um I was all in for that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go to Florida so bad. I was so ready. And so it was actually college decision day at my school. I had gotten into both of these schools, so I had apparel from each. Mm -hmm. And they were like, where are your school? Where are you going? Like, celebrate where you're going to college. And I'm like, well, I have two shirts. I haven't made my decision. What should I do? And my mom looked at me and she goes, I think I know, or you know, what shirt to put on. And I put on my USF shirt and I was literally driving to school. And God was like, this is where you need to be. And I just heard that and felt that. And I was like, okay, USF, I'll do it. Yeah. Whatever you say. Yeah. So I'm here and I've fallen in love with it. And I've watched God work through a lot of different people. Yeah. And it's been amazing. So yeah, yeah that's why I'm here. Okay. Um. So, so yeah. can you tell us a little bit, what's your, because obviously you're on a, you're on a path to become Catholic now. Yes. But you were Lutheran. Or you were Lutheran currently. Yeah. So what was your faith like? Mm-hmm. before deciding to come to college and before you kind of got on this path to come to the Catholic Church. Yeah. 
So I grew up, um, my parents did, like I said, an amazing job. Um, they, we, I grew up in the church, mm-hmm. I would say. We were in church yes. every Sunday. My mom comes from a very strong um, Lutheran background. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say ideologies, but like the same different belief system yes. as the mm-hmm. Catholics do. Mm-hmm. And so um, my dad actually didn't come from a faith. And so when he married my mom, he was also welcomed into the Lutheran church, which sure. was really cool. Yeah. So my parents raised me in the church. We were in church every Sunday. Um, my pastor's um, daughter was actually my babysitter growing up. Uh-huh. <laughs> so like we were heavily involved <laughs> right. in the church. Right. And it was about freshman year of high school. Um, I had lost a dear friend to a car accident. Oh. And so um, I was really angry at God for years. Sure. Saying, you know, bargaining with him, why did you need her more than I do? Why did you take mm-hmm. her? She was so young, 15. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what was your reasoning for that? Like, right. I was very, very, very angry with, angry with God. So yeah. I was confirmed in eighth grade. Um, so I went through a lot of the catechism and then completely dropped off by 10th grade. Mm-hmm. Um, wanted nothing to do with it. And then coming to college, um, I didn't even look for a home church. Like, oh. I was kind of like in and out of sure. my faith. Like, I was like, I was very lukewarm Sure, is a perfect word to describe it. I would yeah. be like, oh, Here's Bible verses for when I need them, but I'm not going to share them with anybody. Right. You know, it was kind of just like, meh, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of what my faith was like. And I didn't look for a home church. Freshman year was really tough. I was still kind of getting used to being away from my family Mm because I'm very family oriented. Sure. So, um, yeah, not not looking for a faith at all. I was just kind of doing it on my own terms. Yeah. So something happened. Yeah. What happened? What happened? Um. So end of freshman year, I got an email from the school saying, hey, um, we're taking a trip to Israel. Who wants to go? Mm. And so I'm like, who says no to that? No, seriously, who (laughs) says no to that? I'm just like, I would be dumb to pass up this opportunity. So I go to um, this info meeting. And after the info meeting's done, I'm like on the phone with my parents. I'm like, you guys, like we need to go on this trip. Mm -hmm. And my mom's like, Tell your dad he's going to because I'm not letting you go out of the country to the right. Middle East right. without your dad. Mm-hmm. And me and my dad are best friends. Mm-hmm. You know, we do. He kind of raised me um, in a way that was really special. And so me and my dad have done everything together right. since I was a kid. And so um, sophomore year, I took this trip and I saw God. I literally saw God. It was crazy. I went to all these different places. I was in, you know, Jericho. I was in Jerusalem. I was in Nazareth, Bethlehem, you name it, Galilee. Mm -hmm. I was everywhere. And I had a really special opportunity to get baptized in the Jordan River. Oh, wow. Which was crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, It was really cold. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I bet. (laughs) It was, it was, there was no words for it. Mm -hmm. It was a blessing. Mm -hmm. And to be baptized in the same river Jesus is, Jesus was, is crazy. And so while I was in Jerusalem, um, I kind of noticed, it was in the cut of the back of my head, that there were no Protestant churches anywhere. Everything was Roman Catholic or Orthodox. Like, that's where all, like, our big, like, Church of the Holy Sepulchre, um, Church of the Nativity, they're all owned by the Orthodox or the Catholics. And so I was like, where is everybody else, you know? And so that mind, or that kind of sat in my mind for a while. Yeah. And so I came home, I'm riding this high, you know, I just got back from this trip. I'm like on fire for Jesus, like total switch from freshman year of college. Right. The lukewarm to to I'm on fire. Yeah. So I come home and we start our semester. And that first weekend of the semester, my life came crashing down. Oh. Crashing down. Um, I call it 
the 72 hours of hell. It was the weekend from hell. Mm. I'll never forget it. Um, my aunt had passed away. So oh. I drove up, drove up to Fargo to um, mourn her and her passing. Um, the next day was the five-year anniversary of my really good friend passing away in that mm-hmm. car accident. Mm-hmm. Um, the next day, I had gotten my debit card information stolen and my identity stolen. Oh, my gosh. And someone tried to file um, uninsurance or um, unemployment insurance in my name. And the next day, my dad lost his job. Oh, God. And so all of that hits me in 72 hours, and I am just on the ground You're crying. reeling. Yeah. I'm literally crying. And so that Tuesday— um, I had come home from work. I was still living on campus. And so I drove, I was driving and I parked my car and I literally started like bargaining with God. I was like serious, like actually yelling at him. I was like, I just did everything you wanted me to do. I went on this pilgrimage. Why would you do this to me? And I remember screaming, crying and being like, God, where are you? Mm-hmm. And he didn't answer me for five days. Five whole days. I was like, okay. <laughs> so while I'm in, um, I'm in this class. It was the beginning of our semester, so I'm in this class that USF requires. It's called Intro to Christian Thought and mm-hmm. Practice, and mm-hmm. it's so like what different denominations do and what they believe. And we kind of went through the heresies and just all of these different things. Yeah. And so part of our like semester, um, like project was to go to all these different churches around Sioux Falls and see how they worship. Oh, wow. And so it was really cool. Yeah. Um, The upcoming weekend was the Cathedral of St. Joseph. (laughs) And so I have ties to the cathedral. Um, I'm part of USF's choirs. So we sing here every year for the Sacred Art Series, which is actually coming up here next month. I'm super excited. Um. So I was really excited and I knew Apollonia was a parishioner here. Mm -hmm. So I texted her and I was like, Will you come to this mass with me? It's required. I don't know what I'm doing, and I'm scared. It's a good idea because there are some things that are different. A lot different. <laughs> so I'm like, that was actually a year ago Okay, yesterday. Wow. Which was Ooh. crazy. So yeah, yesterday, a year ago, I went to my first mass, and um, I texted my mom beforehand, and I was like, Mom, like I have to go to this mass. And she goes, this will forever stay in my mind. And she goes, you know the truth. Talking about Catholics. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, like, I know what's up. I know this is what I was raised as. I'm not going anywhere else. And so Apollonia brings me into the pew and just kind of hanging out. And I'm sorry, I, you didn't stand a chance when you brought Apollonia with no, you. No, I did it. I really <laughs> did it. I'm sorry, continue. I was like, well, um, and so it's during, I think I'm saying this right, the consecration of the Eucharist. Mm-hmm. And I'm kneeling and I'm just before God and I'm like, praying. I don't even remember what I was praying about, but I just felt this warm kind of embrace around me. Mm -hmm. And I heard the words, welcome home, daughter. And I was like, I just sat there. I opened my eyes. I like physically threw myself off of like the pew. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, everyone else is, you know, praying and Mm -hmm. like eyes closed. And I'm like, Bishop DeGroote standing there holding the Eucharist. And I'm like, what is going on? I was like, what just happened? And you know, nobody else heard anything or saw anything. And I'm like, what? And so I didn't tell anybody about this for like three days. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Right. What just happened? Right. And I just kept going to mass and kept falling in love with it. And I told Apollonia, I was like, I think this is where I need to be and where God wants me to be. Mm -hmm. So she got me connected to like everyone, (laughs) as you can tell. (laughs) Right. right. So yeah, that's a little bit about my like coming home. That's amazing. So now you are in... uh, OCIA now, yes. I believe, yes. OCIA. They changed the names of stuff, and then I can't remember what it is. 
<laughs> I still call her RCA. Yes. <laughs> How is that going? I mean, is it has have there been difficult parts for you? How yeah. are you finding it? Um, it's difficult. Yeah. You know, I went through catechism as a Lutheran mm-hmm. for like two or three years. Right. And so we literally sat there and did the catechism. Right. And so there's been a lot of things and a lot of topics that I've struggled with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think Mary and the Saints has been really hard because mm-hmm. as a Lutheran, we would bring Mary out for Christmas and then put her back away. Right. Like there was never any type of prayer to Mary or asking for her intercession and things. Like there was just none of that. Or right. the Saints. Right. Um, another one that was really hard for me this year was purgatory. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I really struggled with that. Um, in October, I lost two of my grandparents in the same weekend. Oh, wow. Which was obviously something I never expected. Mm-hmm. Um, but then walking into this idea of purgatory, and I was like, I don't want to believe that they're there. You know, my grandparents lived an amazing life, mm-hmm. and I pray that they're in heaven. Mm-hmm. And so I really, really struggled with that one. Yeah. Um, there, There's always been challenges. Um, you know, my parents— they're, you know, my mom's a Lutheran. Mm-hmm. She was raised hard Lutheran. Yeah. And so it's been hard to, you yeah. know, call my mom and be like, hey, mom, like, I'm really struggling with this. And she goes, well, I don't get it either. You know, that's not something that I. <laughs> right. I can't like, help you, honey. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> I can't, you know, my mom's helped me for 20 years of my life. And yeah. she's like, I can't help you with this. Right. And so I guess that's been, that's been really tough too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there've been some challenges. Um, but yeah, I've come out. I'm still. Still chugging away. I'm, we're almost to Easter. I'm like, <laughs> <Almost>. heck yeah. <laughs> we're almost there. Yeah. How are your parents doing with it now? I mean, are they... I imagine uh, there was a little surprise. There. there was. Yeah. There was. I ended up telling them the night of the cathedral concert last year because oh, they true. were in town and mm-hmm. it was March. And I was like, I think this is a good time to tell them. Um, we all worship the same Jesus. And she goes, there's never, you know, denominations shouldn't matter. And we still worship the same God. And she's like, I still love you. Yeah. I'm not going to hate yeah. you for— I'm so glad. I know. So, because yeah. I, I've heard a lot of people where parents and families have split. Yes. And I'm like, I'm lucky in my case where yeah. my mom has been so understanding. Yeah. So. That's really great. Yeah. Really good. Mm-hmm. So, um, what's your favorite part of Catholicism so far? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> my favorite part—this is going to probably come as a surprise because it scared me in the beginning, and now it's my favorite thing. But um, the sacrament of— I was going to say, you're going to say confession. Confession. Yep. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Um, we didn't have anything like that right. growing up. And so I was so, I was freaking out. I actually just gave my first confession three weeks ago. Uh-huh. Yeah, three weeks ago. And I was in the confessional and I'm like physically shaking, like physically <laughs> shaking. I'm like, oh, what, what do I even do? And so I think to be freed of everything mm-hmm. that I couldn't forgive myself for right um, over the last 20 years was incredible. Yeah. And just hearing the priest say, you are forgiven. You right. don't have to worry about this anymore. Right. And I'm like, wow, I never, I never have to worry about this. Right. So you don't, it, it was my favorite. <laughs> I'm so glad. Yeah. Um, What's been the greatest blessing there's, so far? There's three. Okay. I, I kind of saw good. this and I was like, there's three. <laughs> um, I think the first one is having a personal relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's something that I've never really had and obviously pushed myself away from. Right. So having that connection and falling in love with him and, you know, recognizing what is and isn't from God mm-hmm. has been incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just getting to know him better and talking to him like he's my best friend. Yeah. Yep. Um, and just riding this journey with him 
has yeah. been trusting in him. So yeah. that's an, that's probably number one. Um, number two is probably um, the community that yeah. I've gotten. Apollonia set me up with amazing people. Um, Tracy Austin from Christ the King. Okay. Love oh, her. Oh, yeah, I know Tracy. Yeah. Yes. She has mentored me. Yeah, we met a year ago, Valentine's Day, uh-huh. so coming up. And so she's walked me through and answered, you know, all of my questions and have guided me to the right people when Apollonia couldn't be here. Mm-hmm. And she introduced me to her college group at yes. Christ the King. Yep. So that has been great. I've gotten to know a lot of great people mm-hmm. who are my age, who yep. are going through it, same yes. thing. And so I'm just like, <laughs> awesome, I'm one of you now. <laughs> um, so that, and I think the biggest, um, another big blessing is um, this funny story, but also sentimental, um, is Bishop DeGrood. Yeah. <laughs> um, me and one of my girlfriends, we were at Azteca, oh, the, yeah. the restaurant yep. on Minnesota, yes. Yep. And we're sitting there, and I look over, because I like love to see if I know anybody anywhere, and I'm like, Maya, that is Bishop DeGrood. And she's like- <laughs> at Azteca? I at can't Azteca. even picture no, that. No, seriously. He's like, and I'm like, that is Bishop DeGrood. And Maya looks over, and she's like, Oh my gosh, all right, that's Bishop DeGroote. And so we're like having a fangirl moment over Bishop DeGroote. I'm like, awesome. So I'm texting Apollonia. I'm like, you're never going to guess who is here. And she's like, who? And I'm like, Bishop DeGroote. And she's like, go say hi yes. right now. And I'm like, he does not know me. He doesn't know doesn't me at matter. all. matter. And so she's like, just go. And I'm like, fine, I will go. So I go and introduce myself. And Bishop's like, hey, like, what's going on? And like, I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm. I was like, I'm Aria. I'm in RCA at the cathedral. And he's like, oh man, like just so excited for mm-hmm. me. And I was like, yeah. And we got to talking and he looked at me in the face and he goes, you know, we're sitting in a Mexican restaurant right now, but in just a few short months, I'll be giving you the greatest sacraments mm-hmm. you could ever receive. And that like moved That's, me in such a way yes. and just made me realize that I have a home here mm-hmm. and this is what I want. And I'm seen. And so now whenever I go get my blessing at the um, during communion, during communion um, he sees me, I see him and we give each other the biggest smile and he puts the Eucharist back in the thing. And I'm like, yeah. And so he gets super excited and I do too. And I kind of giggle after because I'm that's like, awesome. that's how we know each okay. other. Is that the Saturday evening mass? Yes, it is. So it's the TV mass. So I'm going to be watching for you next yes, time we're doing TV do. mass. Please do. <laughs> of course, we record that. I'll so. like, I'll like sit up you in can the front, wave so. a little bit. I'll just be like, hey guys, I know I saw that. I was actually watching the mass from yesterday to see if I could find myself because I kind of sit up closer to the yeah. front. And I saw myself and I was like, wow. Oh no! I'm like, oh, that's actually me singing. <laughs> that's weird. It was like, yeah. So that was that. Uh, Aria, so. We are pretty much out of time. So I want to let everybody know what we're going to do here with Aria. So since she has not been confirmed yet, we're going to bring her back after Easter. And we're going to do, it won't be on radio. You'll have to come to YouTube to see it. We're going to do a, well, unless she has at least 20 minutes more worth of of stuff Of course I do. (laughs) Which she might. So we're going to bring her back so we can hear um, from here forward how your Lent goes Oh yeah, how your confirmation goes, receiving, uh, being received into the church, yeah, um, and first and your first communion and I'm all so that excited. good stuff. So, so we're gonna bring her back so we can hear all of that. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank for you for coming in. Of course. It's a beautiful story. Thank you. Welcome home. Thank you. In a month or two. <laughs> yes, in a little <laughs> but, over a month. But even now, we're we're really glad you're home. Yeah. Thank so, you. Thanks, thank you so much. Of course. Yeah. If you haven't found us already, you can find us on social media at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at SF Diocese anytime. That's it for us today. Hope you'll join us again next week for more Catholic Views.